Good morning, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of Skull Skull Said It. Thank you guys for showing so much love to my previous episodes and talking about them on Twitter or sharing them with your friends. I really appreciate it. Today's episode is going to be a bit shorter than normal because I'm a little under the weather, but I had an amazing weekend and I'm riding off that high and so I'm going to continue with the podcast so a lot of the time some of like the gems that i share with you guys i actually discovered them from poetry and this episode is going to be a poetry reading and then some explanations about some of the poems i have read that have really instructed me and that have left me very knowledgeable of how to handle my emotions and things like that so the collection we're reading from, I think I've mentioned this before, is You Two Will Know Me by Ama Asantewa Diaka, and she is a Ghanaian poet that I think everybody should read. Um, so I'm going to start with Suicide Sarah, and it's a really long poem, so I won't read all of it. I'm just going to read a bit about, you know, unrequited love and loving people that are not good for you so here is suicide sarah you smoke on rooftops to take away the heartache you allow others to cut you and get high of watching yourself bleed men have been looking for god inside of you and you have been looking for god in the faces of strangers who offer you their coat everybody wants you at their parties because they know you're as good as them as you are at blowjobs Everybody wants to drink with you. Everybody wants to dance with you. Everybody wants to fuck around with you. But nobody wants to walk blindly through the dark to help you find yourself. Well, damn everybody. Wow. Okay. So in that poem, she's talking about how, you know, a lot of people enjoy you for their own selfish reasons. Like, they only enjoy you because of what they can get out of you. They only enjoy you because of the benefits that you give them. And what happens is that you as a person, your own emotional needs become neglected. And in this poem, she's saying, well, damn people like that, you know. Forget about them and focus on yourself more. You know, it says that nobody wants to walk through the dark to help you find yourself and it's true usually the deep work of becoming who we are is work that we have to usually embark on our own because a lot of people will not stick around to help you stay through the uncomfortable and messy bits of self-becoming that is up to you I mean, some of us are really blessed with good friends and good family members that don't want to take advantage of us, that are genuinely invested in our self-development. But we know that people are so fickle and they could be like that today and be completely different tomorrow. So if you're in a kind of situation where you've noticed that people just take and take and take from you, there is no reciprocation, you're continually extending yourself for other people who are not returning such graces to you, well, damn them. Damn them and focus on your own self more. The next one we're going to read is forgiveness and i've shared this before but i'm just going to read it in entirety today i think it's very important forgiveness there is something about the way people leave that makes you want to bottle who you are and keep it safe from the world 
you have a brave face that only lets you rent it for public appearances and old relationships you plow the road of failing friendships where awkwardness is an easy language and forgive everybody but yourself forgive yourself for convincing yourself you will never know a greater love for creating this architecture of doom and leaving underneath its leaking truth forgive yourself for you are a breath of fresh air forgive yourself for there is overflowing love lining up to engulf you forgive yourself for there is overflowing love lining up to engulf you just pause right there and just reaffirm to yourself that there is overflowing love lining up to engulf you you know on the tl yesterday there were conversations about heartbreak and you know getting over people and i feel like one thing that remains very true with heartbreak is that after it happens the pain is so raw that you just want to you know hide yourself away the poem opens with there is something about the way people leave that makes you want to bottle who you are and keep it safe from the world and i definitely think that that's the thing that happens after breakups right you withdraw you hide yourself and you do it because you want to protect yourself you don't want to ever be that vulnerable and that exposed anymore before you end up broken again and so a lot of times also when people offend us we're so quick to forgive other people in a way that we wouldn't forgive ourselves you let everything slide except when it comes to your own turn and this is what i always say that we are our own harshest critics and for what why any kindness that you can extend to anybody you must be able to extend it to yourself any grace that you can give to people like oh i'm sure he's having a rough day that's why he can't be here for me right now always be ready to extend that same grace to yourself always be ready to say oh i'm having a bad day as well maybe i need a break maybe i need to disconnect maybe i need some time on my own you forgive everybody but yourself and it's very unhealthy to constantly do that and what i tell a lot of people is that when you do that after a while what you're saying is that other people's feelings are more important than your own and you must never ever end up in that kind of space you must just never so if you're ready to forgive other people always be ready to forgive yourself and if you're someone listening who's recently been heartbroken who's going through a lot of emotional turmoil relax breathe cry and believe that there is greater love lining up to engulf you i remember when i was heartbroken and i was like tweeting a lot about my heartbreak and about experiences from my past relationships one of my favorite poets titi lokbashonuga she replied one of my tweets and she said that such a love existed in the past means that a greater love lies ahead trust your heart and ever since she said that to me it stuck with me so much because it's true the fact that i have enjoyed something like that before you know i was 18 or 19 i still have a long life ahead of me there is a greater love ahead i don't need to hide in the shadow of this love and believe that i will never ever have something like that again 
there is greater love lining up to engulf you and you know what the word engulf means it means it will surround you it will consume you it will swallow you whole it will envelope you it means that you will be dripping in that love and isn't that such a beautiful thing to look forward to and to just believe in i think that it is wow i got pretty like emotion there (laughs) forgive me you guys okay the next poem we're going to read is let it be and i like this one because it talks about like anxiety and if you're of faith it talks about god in certain ways sorry i'm sniffling um let it be i have been fretting over things that god shakes his head at toying with faith as if it were a disappearing act One minute, I'm full of it. The next, I don't exactly know the shape of it. I fret over now and tomorrow, giving myself and God a headache. Spoon feed myself faith and come up hungry again. I have taken up all the space on my mother's prayer sheet and the happiness of those I love takes up all of mine. At the end of the day, we're both in God's ears saying, let it be let it be i really like this poem i like it because i'm christian and i definitely know like the difficulty of a relationship that a lot of us christians have with god and with faith and with wavering believing one moment and not believing the next you know something bad happens and it shakes our faith something good happens and it boosts our faith that kind of like seesaw disappearing act of you know here today gone tomorrow and you know at the end of the day we're actually just begging god like i beg let it be um let it be and you know i also like how it hints like at the power of manifestation you can actually ask for things like that power is within you you can you can ask god you can ask the universe you can command things to be i definitely think that there is so much to be said for that capacity I'm going to read this one and it's pretty long so I don't think I will read everything but it's called shame plant and this whole poem is about heartbreak it's about um, the poet Ama Santawa Diaka must have been with someone who told her that he wasn't doing it again you know um, this will be a long one I hope you guys like listening to poetry if not this might not be the podcast episode for you you know when I was conceiving the idea of the podcast it was important to me that I did like romance lifestyle literature and this is definitely a literature um, episode so I'm going to read shame plan to you from beginning to end it's a bit long just bear with me and I think it's a really beautiful poem to listen to They say poets are the only ones who chase after pain. They sit at the edge of the city with their arms stretched out like beggars asking for alms because their art becomes such perfection in their pain that they should live in it. But I swear to God I would rather house you in my skin if it meant putting my art at risk. Loving so hard that brain cannot comprehend body, isn't it both beautiful and strange how we're so convinced we will never love again when our hearts have been broken, yet each time we break our promises to ourselves. And that's where you found me, a shame plan to bite open so damn sure that I never wanted to love again. 
when you met me i had become a war town tongue like a woman's wrath teeth holding lips firmly grounded like a fenced wall prison keys of a dead inmate behind both ears lips tasting like food with too much salt body sagging under the weight of reality threatening to mimic my nightmares and you kissed the tremble out of my lower lip the moon learned how to arc its back from studying the perfect shape of your eyes you summoned poems from my fingertips when everyone else was asleep and i do not even mean to sound cliche but the only way things can graduate to the school of clichés if they are true and you were the truth and god how i loved you but you left and grief struck me dumb for my inability to make you stay and i stood like an opening prayer before the pulpit on bended knees hoping that god would hear how much i wanted you back and whisper it into your ear what was pride i would shove it under my feet and declare my love for you what would i not do for you i would sing your name like a hymn I would change the order of the months if it made you happy. I would clean your molars out with my tongue and spit their message on your tongue for your lips to preach the gospel of your greatness to the world. I would lift my hands to keep the sun from setting for you. I would be the amen at the end of your sermon. Let it be. Let me be. Let us be, but you left. And I reek of so much pain that two houses away the neighbors swear they can smell the stench. I remember when I told you I loved you. You kissed the words of my tongue and acted like it was a treasure. Yet today you treat it like the corny translation of an odd scripture by an by a hungry preacher. It is terrifying how many good qualities you can project onto the people you love. You tell me you love me still even before I ask you. You love me but not enough to stay. I need someone who knows how to stay. Who? I actually think that is my favorite poem in the collection because of how much I can relate to it. You know, there's a part of this poem where she's actually begging the guys, you know, she's like, "What is pride?" I would shove it under my feet for you. I would lift my hands to keep the sun from setting for you. And I feel like what I like so much about the poem is how you can hear the desperation. And that's one thing that really good writing would do to you. It's very emotive. It makes you feel. And in that whole part in that whole stanza, you can see how desperate she is for his love. She's begging for it. And this is what I want you babies to know. Never beg for anybody's love. If somebody has said they are going, let them go. Open the door for them and when they've left, shut the door. Don't be begging for anybody's love because you know they know why they left and you know you can't beg them. I always say, you know how they say very popularly in Nigeria, you know, how to keep a man, you know, you keep a man by cooking well, you keep a man by being sexy. The only thing that keeps a man is a man who wants to be kept. Is a man who wants to stay. it is in their own hands it is not in yours so if somebody has left or is threatening to leave let them leave go don't be begging for anybody to stay with you because what happens is that you then become you become you become susceptible to their wishes you become you lose yourself and you become dependent on the love or attention that they give you
And what kind of life is that, you know, to be so dependent on another person for your validation and for your emotional well-being? It's not even healthy. You know, there is a podcast topic that I will do and maybe hopefully with a therapist as a guest to talk about attachment, you know, attachment and like how we depend on people and how to form healthy attachment styles that don't leave us overly dependent on people who could potentially hurt us but um if you're a literary person i really hope you enjoyed today's episode and if you did please let me know leave me a voice message or tweet at me at fiendskosko on twitter with the hashtag skosko said it saying that you enjoyed the poetry episode and you would love me to read more or you want me to discuss one of your favorite poets i would be very happy to do that as much as like i love talking about relationships and love and emotions and lifestyle the arts are a huge part of who i am and a huge part of what i hope to achieve and experience in life so i definitely would love to talk about literature books poetry name it especially if you guys will listen um i hope everyone has a great week i hope everyone has a really rewarding week and remember that you don't have to beg for anybody's love because there is overwhelming love lining up to engulf you Bye, beautiful people. See you next week for another episode of Skosko Said It. Bye.